Hello, Patriot Pals. Welcome back to the Mel K Show. It is, uh, wow, it's already September 7th, Oof, 2021. And I'm back with Michael L., our fearless leader, as we, <laughs> we walk through this bizarre fog of uh, the pharmaceutical industry and the medical oh, industrial oh. complex and beyond. And uh, welcome back, Michael. Always great to have you. Great. I'm glad to be here. And look, at we get to do an extra session like we promised. Yeah. So everybody, we followed through. <laughs> well, let's do it. I mean, we're at a point where, you know, we're way past, uh, past the, you know, fog phase. We're trying to clear through it and kind of figure out what's real, what's not, what's misinformation, what, what can be proven, what are facts, and, you know, what, what it's looking like ahead. So you take the, take the floor, sir. Oh, boy. All right, so let's put the, I, I want to do two sessions. I want to do two parts of the session today. First, okay, great. Let's talk a little bit about um, what's going on with. I, I want to stick with the farm side of the vaccine. What's okay. going on? Uh, a bunch of people have asked me for informed consents. Oh, right. So I, I thought we'd talk about that, but then I thought maybe we could. Uh, I'd let you reach out and ask some questions, maybe that you're hearing. Okay. And then I want to go back into Antarctica, and the reason I I, I press Antarctica, guys, is what we're seeing now started back then right and what we're seeing with the farm industry big tech and everything it started down in antarctica right before and it, it came out yeah it is boiling up i've seen more and more <laughs> not just in like the media that i seek out and you know i do a lot of um looking at foreign uh papers that are english language reputable yeah. ones i'm seeing more and more about antarctica and it's in a very it's not in a direct way. It'll be something about that the pole ice caps are melting there or this happened. But I also did do, and I've done shows before about Admiral Byrd and what happened when they went down there during World War II and the yeah. unexplained. So yeah, it is, it is not crazy stuff to question what has been going on in Antarctica because we know that the Nazis, if not before them and German uh, Germany was doing a lot there under the cover. And then again, I always say to people, why was Epstein, John Kerry, and all these people traveling to Antarctica? You know, there's a reason. And so that's great. So let's do both. So and it's because we'll they don't, it's not because they like penguins, guys. No, no. Because <laughs> they could just buy one or fly one over to themselves. Right. But, people can um, look it up. It is, it is legitimately true that Epstein yeah. and all, a lot of them, including Maxwell, that they were going to Antarctica. There's a reason. And Right after the, this, the 2016 election failure, you can look it up. John Kerry uh, beelined it straight to Antarctica. So something is going on there that is way bigger than people want to uh, open their minds to think about. It's not just an ice, it's not just a, a flat, you know, ice skating no. rink. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, that's the, the, the tip of that iceberg, right? That you're, we're seeing right above the water right. and we're starting to, the water's starting to recede a little bit. Now we're starting to get more information. Right. But okay. uh, I was getting a lot of questions uh, recently about the, the jab uh, and some things. So I, I do want to kind of touch base on a, on a couple things really quickly, if we could. Right, first. yeah, go ahead. That's okay. So uh, one of the things that we were waiting on was the material list right. for the labeling product of the, uh, the for the package inserts and for the box. So what I'd like to do is kind of talk about that a little bit in terms of how that process works a little bit right. uh, on it. And then also, uh, as of recently, we now know that the um, Pfizer, and I, I think it's Moderna, is now producing a tablet that you're going to be taking uh, routinely to avoid the uh, 
final stages or, or of these variants. Like, I think we're at mu now, right? I think we're at mu is the, the most recent one. Yes, uh, yes. I, I, I'd like to write a book just with these names and it'd be a children's book yeah, with all these really. different names that they keep coming up with. Exactly. Um, but I, I wanna talk about that a little bit as, okay. as well. Um, and there's a lot of information with regards to the CDC, the FDA and the WHO. We've already established guys that the data is being manipulated. So um, I, I, I just wanna kind of recap for some of your new listeners. I know guys, you're, the guys that have been following Mel religiously. And one of the things I get in a lot, I would say half of my emails are, hey, thanks for what you're doing and we love Mel. So, I mean, to me, that's, that's great guys. So we're gonna kind of go over it. And then I, I was getting a bunch of emails, Mike, tell me more about what's going on in Antarctica. And some are saying, I knew it. And right. so, I think we all kind of knew some of this stuff, but it's important because it affects what we're doing now. Right. So what I'd like to do is, is talk about the, the process in terms of the, the application, how it's produced and what's going on. And then something I found very interesting and I haven't completely validated, but I found a couple of articles saying that they now have a new pill form that they're producing. I but saw what's it too. Is, yeah. They're in early stages clinical studies and they're already producing the pills. Now, to me, that, that's a little alarming, it, it, right. and although it shouldn't be, because if we know that there's a corrupt process, nothing should surprise us. <laughs> However, true. you know what I mean? I mean, so I have, I'm hearing a lot of this stuff come out. I'm not surprised because I, since the beginning now, I yeah. told you the CDC was, was manipulating data. We know that they're manipulating data, and it's, right. it's a numbers game. For example, what they say is, oh, you know, these are the total number of deaths for this vaccine. But what they do is they divide it by two in terms of they're saying first dose, second dose. That's not how it works. You got to look at the deaths of, of, of the total number of people taking it, right? right. So they're, they're kind of trying to skew these numbers. But what's interesting is the numbers is astronomically higher than all the other vaccines, right? whole lifespan. And some of these vaccines have been out 50 years, guys. So we need to keep this in, into perspective when we're seeing this. And I know your listeners, they're not listening to mainstream media at this point. They're not listening to the propaganda. And I understand that, but stay focused, guys. Don't get caught up in this, this confusing stuff that they're throwing at us because they're trying to keep us off of the big picture of what's going on. And right. right now, I think it's 51% of the U.S. population has been vaccinated, fully vaccinated at this point. So they right. say, so they say. Right. And, but their numbers don't add up. The total number of doses versus the total population, it, it, it's, it's all kind of garbage, guys. What's right. important is we, we need to understand that there's still a lot of products. And I know that we'd say, oh, we know all this stuff's in it. We don't know all of it. I keep stressing that. And- the things that I've been saying since the beginning, guys, is remember, remember the number 99.6. Right. 99.6, and it's actually a little bit higher, but I'm bringing it down because we're bringing the younger group into it. 99.6% um, success rate if you don't do anything. Right. Okay. The numbers that were used, and this is something that completely gets missed over and over again, is if you have a full faulty validation process of who does and does not have COVID, how can you run a clinical study? Because right. you have two groups that you look at in that study. And part of them is like, these guys have it, these guys don't. We're going to give these group the placebo versus not. 
you can't do it if you can't confirm people have COVID. Right. Yeah, I want to ask you something. I want to ask you something that uh, I I found out, and I think it's really, really, this is, uh, to me, the biggest deception going on at this moment is that the CDC, okay, so people are getting the vaccine. And then the CDC has decided that 14 days from the day you get the vaccine, you're still considered unvaccinated. So a lot of people, so this whole Delta variant and all these breakthrough cases, and then they say that people are unvaccinated. What I'm seeing more and more and getting more and more emails, whistleblower emails about is no, like the person that they know that got the Delta variant is vaccinated, but the CDC is telling everyone and and the people that are reporting it are saying, even if they've been vaccinated, say that they're unvaccinated until 14 days. So a lot of these these numbers that are coming out that the unvaccinated are getting the Delta variant is just a lie. They are vaccinated, which makes me question because anytime for 20 years, most people know this. If you get the flu shot, most people get the flu or mild symptoms for a couple of days after. That seems to be what's happening with people that are getting vaccinated but they're saying that they're unvaccinated. What is what is the story there with that 14 days after your vaccination, they're still considering you unvaccinated? Well, again, what they're doing is they're bleeding a lot of pieces of information in, into this, okay? Um, so what happens is, is you're causing an immune response in your body from the vaccination. So right. go back to what we talked about originally. Somebody's gonna jab you in the arm, And so what happens is your body has to go through its normal immune process to fight what was just in their body. No different than a bacteria or anything else. You cut your finger and you go through this process, you know, how it swells up and, you know, then you get this, these, these, uh, it it really swells up. You get this oozing coming out. And then what happens is then you get uh, a scar eventually. Okay. That's, that's your body's natural process. Your first response or your first response responders coming in there. They're fighting what they can. They're causing that fluid buildup to, to get out as much of the, the stuff as you can. Right. Then comes back your secondary response. If there's something specific, it wipes it out. The scab creates is created through coagulation and it seals the thing up and you're good. So right. that's a normal process. And so what they're saying is that that's a 14 day process. And that is true. Now, where we're getting into these variants is I, I, I want to stress this, the variants. Now you're going to get, since we've been saying since the beginning, the virus will uh, mutate and change over and over again. However, right. these variants is in answer to the fact that the damn thing doesn't work. <laughs> okay. I, and, and so I know. here's what happens. You got a bunch of guys smoking weed in a room and they're trying to figure out, okay, wait a minute. Eventually the data is going to come out. Right. That, this, this thing isn't working. What do we do? And some right. guy who's been smoking more than the rest of the group, right? Higher right. than a guy I know. We'll come up with a new variant. Well, what do we call it? Hey, I know. Let's use Delta. And then let's use Mu. Let's right. use Roller Coaster, whatever it's going to be. <laughs> what they're trying to do is they're trying to answer for the fact that if you've been vaccinated, you're still going to get sick. Right. Right. Period. Exactly. Now, I've never. But why not? Why not? Here's my thing. Why not just say everyone knows about the flu shot? If you get the flu shot, the odds of you getting symptoms of the flu are very high within the, within 24 hours, 48 hours. This is apparently what seems to be going on with this shot. But 
they're, they're, they're lying and saying people aren't getting the shot and getting sick symptoms, a new variant. It's just, it seems so, why not just say, you, you probably will get symptoms of COVID after the shot that rather than lie. You can't. Because, first and foremost, they bled in the, everybody that had flus, heart attacks, car accidents into the COVID deaths and right. the COVID situation, first and foremost. And then the second piece to that is, um, you're going to say that you're going to get some uh, variation of that, but they can't because first and foremost, go back to one of my original statements. They don't even they can't even prove that you have these variants. Right. So my my point there is, is, is they're running an argument that common sense, just common sense and thinking about it, it won't work. And right. so. That's one of the challenges that they're having right now is they have to come up with this. And now they've got knucklehead Fauci coming up and saying, well, we got this new thing coming up. And eventually, I don't know where, they're running out of countries where these variants are coming from. You know, and, you know, I mean, they're literally running out of room. And so what's going to happen is, well, we're going to keep an eye on it as, as the variant runs up through Mexico, goes through Texas, and eventually will come into the deep part of the United States. The, the problem is, that's on the radar. They threw out the Delta variant. They wanted to see if the the uh, the the public would respond and 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 the fear factor. And if that worked, they stick with Delta. If it doesn't, they're going to throw another variant at you. Right. That's exactly what they did. Remember what they did is they showed India and everybody dying. And what happened? People from India go, wait a minute, that has nothing to do with it. That video that you're showing was a gas leak from several years ago. Right. So, that's, that's the stuff that really is just, there's no excuse for right. that. Right. I mean, this is um, what it's always been. The difference now is people are waking up. And now what happens is now that we're awake, we're starting to see things we're not seeing before. Yes. Before, when this thing would come in, go up back three, four years ago, everybody would be getting in line for getting, getting shots. The flu was killing people. Over the, every year, guys, I showed you data back going back 20 years, flu and other different variants that um, the number of people would die. You'd still have, sadly, many, many people dying from these, this, this, this flu. This is no different. The difference now is people are waking up. Right. People are saying, well, wait a minute, what is this thing in there? Um, and what really bothers me about this, though, is the people that are sending out the misinformation. Right. So like yourself who are putting out information trying to validate what they're learning and educating people is undermining what we're trying to do and i think part of that is strategy too right. mel i think i think the d's are losing their battle on every front they they're, are. Getting hit, they're getting hit from so many different angles right now that they're trying to pick certain fires and right. they they're sticking with their arguments they're realized they're not realizing that Half the, the United States is waking up to this garbage. Yeah, if not more, yeah. certainly the world. What I have to say about what you're saying and people are, are confused about is uh, I had on Dr. Northrop and uh, Dr. Hirschhorn and you and other people, Dr. Malone, all these people that have been saying for a year and a half that ivermectin and, and hydroxychloroquine work and knock out the Absolutely. disease if taken early. Well, what we've seen in the last week is the FDA put out a fraudulent um, tweet saying you're not a horse, you're not a cow, you shouldn't be taking ivermectin. Then we get Rolling Stone writing a whole false article about people dying from ivermectin overdoses. Then yeah. we get Rachel Maddow quoting that same false, 
thing. Then we have the hospital that they're saying it happened at say, not only does that doctor not work here, but that this is not true. But they didn't take the statement down. Right. (laughs) Listen, and then we have, I think by design, um, Joe Rogan was probably what happened with, in my opinion, you know, don't forget Trump got the, the COVID after the debate with Biden that after that member, a lot of the people in Trump's so don't tell me that there wasn't something fishy there, but right after Joe Rogan and just like Robert David Steele, the, right after Joe Rogan came out and saying, I don't think we need the vaccine if we're healthy and this and that, he gets COVID while he's on tour in Florida. Well, he says, I, I'm going to do ivermectin, see what happens. Takes ivermectin, he said it was terrible, but after three days on ivermectin, he goes back for a test, it's gone. Good. So, and then Alex Jones, same thing. So, and the point is that, uh, and we discussed it a year and a half ago when Trump pulled out his the card from his chest and goes, I hear hydroxychloroquine is good and I'm on it. Remember he said that? Um, 18 months Watch ago. Remember what happened? Do you remember what happened back then? This is something that, that we said uh, way back when was it, it worked. They knew it. So there was this huge campaign right. to bury this. And Fauci, this, the Lancet, the New England Medical Journal. These same are- thing, Mel. Same thing over and over again. And But why wouldn't they want people to know that there's a cure and even a prophylactic? It, 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 they, people have to start putting together the dots. Why? Because like you told us uh, a year and a half ago, because they wouldn't have gotten the emergency use use authorization. But if it worked then, it works now. So why still are there so many doctors pushing the the jab that we don't know what's in it, no long-term studies, none of that, when we know that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine work to the point that India is suing the World Health Organization and Japan from denying that ivermectin works. I, I think I think you um, you even answered your own question there um, because first and foremost, there's no money in it, and um, so a, a big part about a big part of this is this generation. Now, if you're taking away, if Trump and, and all these other processes taking away cash flow, they got to generate cash, and this is one of the ways of doing it. Um, sadly, many, many people died that didn't need to die. And that to me right. is the, is, is one of the, the, the worst things uh, right. about the process. And they're dead. They're doing what they did before is they're burying this information. They're coming out with this propaganda to, to keep this information away from people. And I, I'll, I'll tell you a country that, um, that I, I pull information on is Brazil. Right now. Oh, what's interesting talking about it the whole time. Bolsonaro. Now, what's interesting about Brazil, and, and I'll, I'll tell you from a clinical study perspective, one of the challenges of running clinical studies in certain countries is um, the validation of the data that comes out of a clinical study. If it's been coerced or if there's other types of things involved, you, we can't use certain countries. Brazil is one of those countries in South America, excuse the expression, that has their shit together. And right. I'm sorry, guys, but the reason I say that is they they have a legitimate medical board that has set up the rules very similar to the ICH guidelines that I've told told you about many right. many uh, many times uh, over again where um, pharmaceutical companies will go into Brazil because right. the data that comes out of that country is legitimate but more importantly hydroxychloroquine 
they never stopped using it. As a matter of fact, one of the things that they did was, is when they were banning it here, they're right. like, they're, here's what they hey guys, send all of that stuff down here because right. we're going to use it. Right. And don't and, forget the new world order and deep state hate Bolsonaro. And now they're threatening him to not, not interfere with his own country's election. Right. <laughs> but Bolsonaro was talking about it very early on when it right. nothing to do with the, with the vaccines. And, you know, we've seen this all over the world, but um, yeah, it's just to me, if they were really trying to help humanity, wouldn't they be like, oh my God, we got a, we got something that not only cures it, but can prevent it. Aren't we so lucky this, this isn't going to kill everyone. And it's the exact opposite from, and the worst part is the doctors that should at least have done the research didn't. And I'm talking about millions of doctors in America pushing everything and telling their patients hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are dangerous when we know both aren't. And apparently ivermectin won a Nobel prize and uh, 15 years ago was, was uh, considered uh, this basically miracle drug that has been in New York city. You still cannot get it. The guy, the the guy the that designed it, Mel. So the doctor that was involved with the designing of it, identification and processing this thing who did get a Nobel prize um, was banned from Facebook and Twitter. I know he was putting this information out, and and they fact checked him. Now the funny part about that is, is how do you fact check a brilliant scientist that designed this thing? Right? How do you argue and fact check that? You got some knucklehead in their basement right. who's never been out of their mom's basement for the last six months fact checking a genius. I know, and not just that guy, not just the guy who created ivermectin. But the guy who created mRNA also banned from YouTube and Facebook. And then who, we have, by the way, said the same thing that the vaccines is a hoax. Yeah. But then we also have, you know, people like uh, Del Bigtree and these other John Rappaport, all these people who have been out there banned. I mean, this is such a crime against humanity on such a giant level. Also, in, in Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, guilty. Uh, it's just amazing to me that but it, people are still doctors are still doing this all over the country. The doctors, um, we, I, you know, I use buckets. These doctors, there's, I, I consider three bu- buckets. And this, you and I were talking about this with Rob a, a little bit ago, but you have to remember that the doctors are so busy seeing patients. They don't, there's not a lot of them that will still do research on their right. own. So the sad part is, um, and I quizzed Rob in this, he got it right, by the way. I said, Rob, where are these guys getting this information? And right. he goes, well, the sales reps. And it's absolutely true. What happens is these doctors are relying on these sales reps that are coming into their office and educating them on any particular area, whether it's cancer, oncology specialists. Right. It doesn't matter, guys. This is where they get their information. It's rare. It's rare that you get a doctor that will do their own research nowadays. And one of my doctors, by the way, is, is I've lost memory for a huge blocks in my and I can't pull it back. Because of your accident? Yeah. And there's certain sections of, of my life that are gone. Right. And But what's interesting is my doctor did his own research. Hey, Mike, I, I, I learned about this particular drug that actually works in this area. Off-label, by the way, off-label prescriptions, we've talked about this before, right. is common in the medical industry where a drug is approved for one thing, right. but- the doctors communicate and say, hey, by the way, this drug works. Right. And so they'll do what they call off-label. It's very common in the industry. Oh, I'd yeah. say they, they say about 20, 
20%. I think it's closer to 30% of the doctors right. do off-labeling. Right. Um, now, that being said, there, there's one group that aren't, they're only getting information of what they're being spoon fed, like a two-year-old. So that's the group that's going to throw out hydroxychloroquine and everything that might work. And they're going right. to stick with vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Right. There's a middle group that they probably know better, but they're still moving forward with this. And then right. there's the other group. They're getting paid a ton of money right. to promote this. That's the biggest thing people have to remember. The Gates Foundation, all these people, NIH, they funnel money through all these NGOs and stuff. And, and they have a lot of power. They also have a quite... Fauci has a financial stake in Moderna and Pfizer. So does Bill Gates. So does all these people. But on top of that, uh, sadly enough, a lot of these medical journals have been hijacked. And it's because Gates Foundation and others, Gavi, all these connected to Gates Foundation, have put so much money into the research side of medicine. And then on top of that, these conglomerates of hospitals, people have to understand hospitals are no longer hospitals. They're now giant corporations. And at the very top is Gates Foundation giving them tons of money and to follow the line. And it's just, it's really sad and scary because there are millions of doctors out there that should be held accountable for not even looking at um, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and even worse, denying it, including my parents got um, prescriptions and lots of people did early on for hydroxychloroquine and were rejected by CVS and Walmart and Walgreens. They were rejecting it. There was no reason to ever reject it. And um, it's really sad because it's still going on. And I'm, I'm sad to see, cause it's, it seems that a lot more nurses and uh, are willing to come out. I guess doctors, they have livelihoods, they have families, they have you know contracts and they're, they're loyal to whatever corporation, hospital they're affiliated with. But uh, it does appear that a lot of doctors have uh, for, for, forsaken their oath over this last 18 months, uh, willingly and knowingly. And like I always talk about Nazi Germany and uh, the banality of evil, and the excuse for the banality of evil is uh, we were following orders. Well, you know, I just, it's really uh, unbelievable to me, but also a lot of people aren't willing to do their own research, even though they spend six to 10 hours in front of their computer screen every day. So it's not just the doctors, it's also the humans that aren't doctors that are- that You, are- you hit on so many topics there. I, I wouldn't know where to start. First and foremost, the, the doctors that understand and recognize that this is not what it should be should be punished just like the other. I agree. First and foremost, uh, there has to be accountability. You made a comment about the nurses and that's kind of interesting because the nurses get abused by the doctors so much. But I know. a lot of my emails, by the way, um, and guys, I do read them. I don't respond to all of them yet. I apologize, it's but there's impossible. a lot. But, I try but to. I, will, <laughs> I mean, but I will say this. I get a lot of nurses. Right. I get a lot of nurses that come through and say, hey, Mike, you know, and they tell me these these stories are with the, with their patients. The nurses are fighters. And, I know. Uh, my son's a nurse, by the way. Right, I and, know. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud of him because it's one of the most noble professions, I believe, that you can you can take. Yeah. Um, and so that God hasn't been totally corrupted. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And God bless you, nurses that are out there and the doctors that are stepping forward. You know, right. we all have our purpose here. Right. And. One of the things I, I do want to uh, mention is, you know, I always stay on the positive side and I talk about some of these other topics, but guys, don't worry too much about this. And right. 
where I want to go with this before we go into our, our, our next subject, guys, because we're going to go down south. But I know a lot of people are really worried. And I know a lot of people are worried about what's in it and this, this, this ultimate plan. Um, a lot of people question why Donald Trump approved these vaccines. And I don't think we know the true story. So I think we need to pause and wait to hear what he says. He's quiet back there, but we are moving forward in many areas. And I don't believe that this will be a problem. And I say that yeah. knowing that people that I love dearly have had this vaccine, despite everything that I've done and said, I, have, I told you guys, I had a best friend call me. I spent hours on the phone with him and, and, right. and, and his wife trying to convince his wife. And what right. does she do? She gets it anyway. So, yeah. Well, I got to tell you, just uh, from from what I do know from my own life, uh, I happen to know that um, people in Donald Trump's family did get it. OK. And, and I in my head, I uh, I mean, I know that for sure and did get it without fear. So, yeah, I agree with what a lot of people are saying. There's something in this in this entire scenario, including with, with that Trump knows that we don't know that is. But again, you've been saying all along no matter what you believe because of the advances that you've been looking into and other things that you've been looking into outside of the typical medical realm, that there, no matter what, that there will be a countermeasure that for people. I think it's really right now, people are watching, uh, that people that are awake and realize that 14 day BS and all that, that people are dying in mass. I mean, even the guy from uh, Michigan had to come out and say there's been 12,000 deaths after the vaccine from different things. It's not just one. It's not like people are getting the shot and dropping dead. There's like different things, you know, like blood clots and this and that. The bottom line is I, I agree with you. A, I believe in God and that uh, and I have a lot of faith in um, in still in the White Hats and believe that there were countermeasures put in before we even knew about any of this. And two, you've been talking a lot and I know we're going to get into it now about consciousness and about raising your frequency. And the one thing that these demons uh, count on is fear, is us perpetrating fear upon ourselves as they feed us it. So if you're, if you're living in fear, you're living in panic, you have anxiety because you took the jab or whatever, or because your friend didn't take the jab and you had the vaccine, but they might get it and you might get it again and all of that, that feeds the whole thing, the whole matrix that people are stuck in the cognitive dissidence is fed by this anxiety and fear and panic, which is why, you know, what you're trying to do, and I don't see enough people doing it, which is why I'm very grateful you're on my show, is you're trying to say, okay, folks, the truth is we can't live in fear. There's got to, there's other things that we're not paying attention to and looking at. So you can go ahead. <laughs> you know, you're, you're so spot on in all of this. And by the way, this human consciousness we're now just starting to understand more and more of this. I have some more, I've been doing some research uh, on this as well, and it's amazing. But one of the things is with all this, you hit the, you, the nail on the head again on, on something, is all of this frenzy that we're in, it causes our frequency to drop because we're, 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 we're causing this, this to happen. And it's what makes us ill, right. guys. And Another thing is, is one of the great things about my profession is before coming into the farm side, I was on what they call the CRO side, where I was hired by pharmaceutical companies. And what was fun and what I love about my job is I get dropped down in the middle of a catastrophe. Right. Every day was a catastrophe. But one of the approaches that I would take is, okay, guys, listen, okay, 
I understand we're in the middle of a forest fire. Let's find out what information we have that we can confirm. Let's find what information we need to have, okay, so we can move forward, come up with a plan, and let's start moving forward. Because the, the barn's not completely burning, and the forest isn't going to kill us off. The reason I say that, guys, is I, I can tell you without a doubt that this isn't going to be an end game, and it's not going to end us. Right. Pull yourselves up above and look at the big picture. Um, every if you're looking at this chessboard, every piece plays a role. However, every individual piece only affects a potential outcome. Now, the reason I say that is, is I've been saying since the beginning, this is one grand chess game that Donald Trump is playing. This game has been in the planning for decades. I agree with that. A, if not a century. By the way, I learned something very interesting that um, this weekend is the Russians have been preparing for this cabal battle for over 150 years. Now, this is something that's completely, I thought that the death of Kennedy was kind of moved this thing forward. I'm completely wrong. Right. Well, and yeah, we uh, actually, Rob and I watched Patton <laughs> over the weekend. We were inspired by uh, Trump, which if people haven't seen it, George C. Scott and that whole movie is so unbelievable. They would never make that movie now in a million years. Um, but again, there is a propaganda aspect, but you're absolutely right about Russia. I've been talking about it for a very long time. Russia refuses to be part of the one world order, the new world order. They've always have. And therefore, our government the, that has been infiltrated by basically, I would say Everyone. the Germans lost World War II. The Nazis did not. They came here and reinvented as the UN and one world government, new world order. They haven't hid it, hidden it. Rockefeller, Kissinger, Bush, none of them hid that that was the goal of the UN, i.e. to take over the entire planet. But uh, Russia has been the ones fighting the most. But that's why Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia is the evil empire. Russia is this. Russia is that. Since the fall of the USSR, Russia had to rebuild their, their country from scratch, basically. And at this point, they ain't going back, you know? So it's always been this. And people don't know that Russia helped the Americans during the, uh, the American Revolution and the Civil War and every war. And they've always sided with America in the big battles, yet our powers that be and the UN are always pointing at Russia as the bad guy. And I think that it's been a total farce and we're seeing it un unfold now because I'll have to tell you that the Russian vaccine doesn't have any of this stuff in it. A lot of people say that the Russian vaccine is actually a really, really strong flu shot. So who knows? You made an interesting point before we go on. Um, before a drug can get, uh, uh, before a vaccine can be administered within a country, let's say, it, let's, let's, let's make an assumption here. You know, I don't like to make assumptions, but <laughs> let's assume everybody is honest. Okay. So that being said, the FDA approves that drug, but that's only for here. Right. So before you go into these other countries, like you mentioned Japan in our last session where, um, you know, they, they threw a bunch of this stuff out in the normal process. What happens is if you want to market a drug in any country, you have to go through a formal process with that regulatory agency within the government where right. they ask for, show me your certificate of analysis, show me your uh, package insurance, show me that you have done stability testing for these, this drug uh, uh, and all of this stuff. Guys, it's astronomical what you have to do before getting it in there. And that's why in the farm industry, we're very selective what countries we do our studies and our submissions. And the reason is 
is it marketable and is it worth our time? It's yeah. not, if, hey, let's let's solve uh, and make everybody uh, cured. It's where are we going to make our money? And right. that's part of the process. So when you're going into Russia, there's a process that you have to go through. Right. If you're going to Vietnam, there's a process that you must go through. And so right. I'm really curious what's going to happen and what's going on in these other countries. I'm going to look at in Brazil. That's going to be my homework for the day. Yeah, I'll tell you something. That's interesting you say that because I think the real, uh, the entire COVID case is going to implode from two countries, Japan and, and Germany. And the reason and the reason I think this is A, uh, the Suga or whatever however you say his name from Japan, the prime minister, just stepped down, right? The one that re replaced um, Abe. Not in the news. I hear it's because of what they found in, in the vaccine. Okay, yeah. I hear that from somebody. I can't prove it. I don't know anyone, <laughs> but from somebody who's in Japan, they say that that's because they're starting to build a case for crimes against humanity in Japan. Dr. Fulmick has been working his butt off for a very long time in Germany. We have a, an election coming up where the Merkel Hitler regime might finally, you know, be replaced by the people of Germany. But on top of that, Germany's uh, ambassador to to um, to China, dropped dead a few days ago at 54 years old. Uh, I don't know if that really happened or not, if it's vaccine related or if he's not really dead. Whatever the case may be, it does seem to be heating up that Fulmic filing and his whole case in Germany. But again, what else does Germany and, um, and Japan have in common? The Nuremberg trials. They've been, they've been through this before. They Both of those countries went through a similar thing with crimes against humanity committed against the people, which included medicine and big pharma. So again, we're dealing with that. And then there's the whole question about the 5G and radiation and how involved is it in this entire thing? But I'm telling you, watch, watch Japan and Germany for a disclosure about this entire uh, pandemic. Japan is an interesting country from a pharmaceutical perspective. And, and, and let me tell you why. Um, my last two companies are Japanese-based. Right. And um, the, the reason I say that is they do things completely different than the rest of the world. Now, what I mean by that is, first and foremost, I love the Japanese because they're very formal and very polite. And, <laughs> and they're very proud of their culture and their borders and their language. So uh, they're doing very better than proud, we are. <laughs> very smart. And they have the, their own way of doing things. As a matter of fact, uh, there's... We call it the Japanese way and everyone else. But I'm not saying that what they do is wrong. It's because of the culture, they do things differently. Now, that being said, integrity is a huge part of that, which one of the things I'm very proud of is um, my company, as well as other companies that come from Japan said, you know what? This vaccine isn't uh, in the best, not necessarily in the best interest is we don't see its value. We're not going to pursue it. Now, that being said, that says a lot, first and foremost, about the, co the companies that make that decision. And secondly, it says a lot about that culture. And right. so um, you, you hit the nail on the head. Germany, there's some other things playing into Germany, though, that they're kind of an iffy one. Right. Uh, um, about that. So I'm going to watch your statement. There's two factions there as everywhere else, but something is good. That, that Fulmic lawsuit is, is gaining traction, I believe. And uh, he's worked very hard at uh, all of them. But also the other thing is a very suspicious death of the German ambassador to China, not reported in mainstream media in the last three days. 
And uh, there's something there. I'm telling you. That's happening all over, though. All of a sudden, these people are stepping down across the whole world. That's why, guys, I keep saying, though, we're winning. I know. You may not see it, but if you look at all of the major corporations where people are stepping down and they're saying, I'm retiring at this particular date, it's because I don't believe that all of a sudden, all across the entire world, all these people are stepping down because they, they, you know, now they want to spend time with their wives. I don't think that's it, man. I think. They're being either told, hey, this is what's really going to happen. This is the real world now. And your world, you're not part of this. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, so, I've babbled on and I'm going to get in big trouble from the viewers. Tell me, stop interrupting Michael. But I can't help it because I get to talk so, to you too during, during our sessions. But we didn't so get to, you, uh, I want to do, so on Thursday, we'll do the full Antarctica show because yeah. it's very important. Yeah. And again, there's reasons that all the people connecting with Epstein and MIT and Harvard and Lieber and Carrie and all these people have been going to Antarctica and it's not for vacation. And <laughs> second of all, um, I think it's really important because it is starting to pop out. I'm telling you, I, I keep a, a thing, I watch and there yeah. is more and more coming out about Antarctica and it's very multidimensional and you started really delving into the Nazis and what they were doing there, Germany from way before. There's a lot going on that needs to be unpacked. But of course, we uh, we ended up talking this show about um, more about what's going on currently. So we have uh, five minutes left. So why don't you take the floor with whatever um, you want to, to to wrap this one up. All right. And then we'll promise everyone on Thursday we will uh we will do our Antarctica the whole time and uh, connect it to why it matters and why consciousness matters. Okay. So guys, I, I know we got a little bit sidetracked today. We we're going to try to do that. The problem is, is, is when we get going, we get excited and we talk about uh, these, these, these issues. Um, what I really want to say, and the reason that we, we, I wanted to step back a little bit on this topic was I'm looking at some of the emails and I'm still seeing some people that are concerned. We have to be patient. Um, Everybody needs to be patient. And, the, and what I say to, to your listeners is, and in these emails, guys, is we still have some new people that are start, still starting to wake up. And so we have to kind of go back into some of these issues because our objective here is for all of humanity. It's for all of uh, us, us in America. So I need to sometimes pause or step backwards and redo some things so we can let these people catch up. So I appreciate everyone's patience. And I, I know I'm going to get lit up t- today uh, about Mike. Why have, didn't you talk about what you promised? Guys, we will. There's a lot of information. And guys, I have things that I've been working on that I've intended to talk about that I keep getting sidetracked. But the other thing I want to, uh, two things. My topics, I don't, I think I'm going to do one thing, but something else comes to me. And I think it's God's and it's higher Order saying, hey, Mike, I know you really want to talk about this and what's the, the true American history and what's really been hidden, but I need you to talk about these other things, guys. So I, I get sidetracked and I'm telling you, I go down one way and all of a sudden I hear something and it's a message to me to go talk about something else. So yeah, and also I, I, I get I don't get to talk to you enough uh, when we're not on. So I have no, all, <laughs> no. And, all and, this and, stuff I want to talk about. And, uh, and I've been way too busy lately to, uh, and move, uh, going around the country too. So I, uh, when I get on with you, I also kind of hijack the conversation. We're, we're naughty. We get yelled at, um, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that's okay. But 
Um, and I'm going to do whatever your next show is, by the way, when you go travel somewhere, let me know. And one of your next ones, I'll come and visit. Great. I'll, I'll take some time off. I'd like to do that. I actually, I could probably use it to recharge, but. Oh, it, client- it's the best. Everyone should know that. Don't listen to anything you're hearing. These events that we're going to, I've won this weekend in Kentucky. Then we have Colorado Springs and it's all on my website, themelkashow.com. But I got to say, you get there and you are so pumped up. These are people that love God, love country, love the constitution, want America to win. Don't think that we're a systematically racist, horrible country that, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's the exact opposite of what they're telling you. The domestic terrorists are actually the most loving um, kind, supportive. People make friends at these events that have felt isolated. People, I, we know multiple people who like met people that they're engaged to or that they're, they're in relationships with. I know a lot of people who met new, new friends that were so isolated the last year and a half of awakening. And then, you know what? It's a big cheerleading festival for literally for America, God and country and a lot of pride in America. And it's, it's beautiful and it's amazing. So anyone that can get to any of the events, we have them um, uh, all the way through December. Um, I just added a new one for uh, in Pennsylvania for uh, Second Amendment and election integrity that Bannon and um, and, Dr. and Sheriff Mack are going to be at. There's just so much. Um, you just have to seek it out because it is uh, it is amazing. I mean, you leave there so pumped and so so ready to fight on the front lines. And and you know we are in um, 1775 right now. We either fight to save this country or we're going to lose it. So. You're- you're, you're spot on. And um, I'm going to go to one of the events. I'll actually tell you uh, uh, which one I'm going to uh, pick. I'll look at my schedule. Cool. And I'm going to try to add a little bit more time moving forward, guys. I know uh, we don't always cover what, what we want. And I, I had to put a pause, as I mentioned last week, with regards to reaching out because we had some, oh my some issues, right? Sorry. But my final message, guys, is I, I, I want to say that don't get caught up in the noise. Don't get caught up in this, this, this confusion. I can say that I truly believe with my whole heart that not only are we going to get through this, we're going to come out of this on the other side of it, and we're going to be so much better as a society. I'm only touching on some, some of the, the little stuff. And so as we move forward, guys, kind of also do your own fact checking. I have guys that yes. said, hey, Mike, you were wrong on this one, you know, or something like that. I appreciate that. Because right. it gives me something to kind to 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 work on, uh, right. on on my own, and I read everything, guys, uh, good or bad. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, guys, I don't read everything, but I can say that I, don't, you know, I, I do. Love, I, I stopped that a long time ago because I have way too thin of a skin. But I got to tell you, um, again, like we've discussed, all because I go on with somebody or do a show, and I nod my head or say right. If it's not coming out of my mouth, I'm not saying it. You know, and it's just it's very I'm just trying to at this point, I care only about arming people with truth and facts and things I can prove. And there's plenty of that. So anything that's I'm not doing the other thing. I'm not selling hopium. I'm not I'm not telling you about things that I can't prove or, you know, I'm not telling you any of that. That's not what you're getting here. And that's why I love Michael coming on and a bunch of the other people. It's just I'm building towards something different where we're all in it together and we can all prove it because then my viewers can share it with other people and they can share it with other people because that's the only way it's by knowledge. Knowledge is power is, is not just a something to say. And truth. Um, one final thing uh, on that too, guys, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I've been kind of the last couple of weeks kind of um, 
thinking about and reevaluating whether or not these sessions were were I was going to make this commitment. And the reason I, I say that is uh, I see a lot of some of the people that we originally trusted aren't necessarily coming out with either truth, the truth with facts, or they're look they have what I consider ulterior motives. Now that piece is my opinion. Right. And Mel and I have had a heart to heart. And one of the things, and one of the reasons I still stay here with Mel and I don't do others. And, and, and I'm, I'm saying that because I believe that she's not trying to sell you guys anything. She's trying to give you guys the, the, the truth. She validates her truth as I do. And I'm, I, you know, sometimes I tell you guys, I'm pretty clear about when it is my opinion versus what I have based on facts. So I'm going to continue to push on this fight. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy to stay and align myself with Mel. I'm, I'm not really sure I will do it with anyone else at this right. point. Uh, but and I am going to add more time. Yeah, more people, time, Mel. Yeah. Well, people can kind of also see, uh, I think on my channel, I'm starting to seek out the people that I trust, not yeah. the people that, because I, you know, you started on this journey and people falling away, but I think we're at a critical point where people have to choose their team. And, and that means not just me and you, but every American. And yeah. I think all the Americans right now, regardless of race, religion, background, color, whatever, get out of that, of that mode and go to, we are Americans first, and we are going to save this country. United we stand, divided we fall. United is all I care about right now. And anything that, um, and I don't, I, I'm so past caring about what, what anyone says about or to me, I, I actually don't really look at it because it's not worth it to me. But I will say, I think that the people that do follow me and I love my followers, I meet so many on the road. Um, it's really more about that we're in this together. And uh, I want this to be a place where people feel like they can come and uh, feel like they're part of the conversation and that they get something out of it. But I don't want anyone to feel, um, you know, ever taken advantage of or like there, there's something else going on here. There's not. And um, I really am trying to cull the herd and get my uh, name and my likeness and all of that uh, back into my control, because a lot of it out there is uh, not me, first of all. Lots of fake Telegram, YouTube. They're all not me. You're everywhere. Uh, but I'm not. <laughs> I know, but, but that's not. the funny part. I'd be listening and to something thing, and all of a sudden you pop up out of nowhere. Like, I haven't been on YouTube since November, last November. Uh, they're all fake and it's crazy. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing a story with a journalist about it. But um, on top of that, there's one one telegram. It's very small. Nobody follows me. There's a fake telegram. Tons of people follow. I would never promote Fox News, by the way. But also, you know, I'm only on Rumble, BitChute, my own channel, uh, .com and .tv, the Mel K Show, and uh, the Telegram Mel K Show group. But other than that, you know, um, I'm learning too, and I'm on the journey too, and it's been a, a good one. But more people, you know, it's the it's you, Michael, and other other people of your ilk and education and background that are putting their butts on the line to tell truth. And those are the people that I align with. And I, as people can see, I'm going to slowly be bringing in more and more people that I follow rather than people that I was in a group with when I never expected two people to subscribe to my channel. <laughs> you know, I started one way, but I'm evolving because I too believe that there's going to be a big, big surge of awakening, a take back of our country, a re-emergence of love of country, love of God, love of uh, the constitution. And I want to be there for that. And on the other side, 
So uh, integrity and, and respecting my audience and um, letting them know that I see what's gone on. And uh, it's really, we're at a place where we are in the final battle, I believe, for America, heart and soul and sovereignty. And uh, that requires for all of us to be on the same team and trust each other. And uh, I have done my best, but, you know, uh, you have to keep rechecking, rechecking, rechecking. Like, is this is this going in the right direction? Is this alliance good for me and good for my viewers? I don't care about anything except for that the people that subscribe and watch me and love me and I meet out there and give hugs to and hear their stories and I that that they feel served. And that's the truth. So and they um, trust you. Too, Mel. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that I see over and over in my emails is that they really trust you. And yeah. um, to me, that's important. Um, the information that I try to do and send uh, in my sessions with you is specifically, I want to make sure that that it's, it's trustworthy. And moving forward, we're going to need more people that are trustworthy, that want to hold people accountable. Right. And these agencies, some of them we will be able to disband, some of them we yeah. won't. Right. And but they still need to call the herd. Like we are here. Like we are the whole truther community. And then the, I call them more the patriots. It's yeah. the truther community is one thing. But to me, it's the people that they're putting themselves on the line to save not just America and humanity and all of that from true evil, but also that are looking in their local community and to their friends and family and just waiting it out to uh, be there on the other side when there is no denying the fraud, the all this entire thing. But anyway, I, I adore you, Michael, and thank you for your support and for sticking around with me. Um, it's been hard because I, I love a lot of people out there that I just feel like we're, we're going in different directions on this journey, but that's what a journey is about. And I just, I, I, I loathe the propaganda media and mainstream media. I, I look for the, forward to their demise, but I never want to be doing what they're doing. So, it, you know, it's a learning curve. <laughs> Hey, listen, I love you. Yeah, um, love both you and Rob. You guys keep going. Keep the fight up. We'll see you on Thursday. Okay. And, um, and we'll sorry, guys, I hijacked Michael's interview, but it's not really an interview. It's really like two pals talking and trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, guys. Love you, Mel. You guys Bye -bye. have a good one, all right? Thank you. Bye -bye. See you Thursday.